What I'd really like to do is have people ask questions. I think we've had this with this group especially, we have some of the best talks with kind of a question and answer uh, discussion. But I did want to talk a little bit first, unless somebody has a question they want to start with, or a comment, or a concern. Okay, I'll talk a little bit and then see if you have some questions. Um, We've talked about the precepts in this group, right? The precept ceremony. You've gotten the the ongoing summer summer stuff about that, but I I don't know if we've talked a lot about the the uh, the ten perfections or the bodhisattva vows, and I like to talk about those because they're such important qualities that as human beings we can develop. You know, they're totally. We, you can develop them whether you don't have to be a Buddhist or think of yourself as a Buddhist or uh, whatever. You know, they, they're qualities that we develop. And most of us are working on these qualities anyway without maybe labeling, labeling them as such. But there are ten qualities that, that uh, make, make a beautiful human life. And so they're qualities that can kind of guarantee us uh, a life that not only is help we reach out and help others, but that brings us happiness. And it doesn't matter what tra- spiritual tradition or political position you're in. So does anybody know the ten qualities? that We call them the bodhisattva vows. Uh, they're not like Mahayana bodhisattva vows. They're different. But... They're called the Ten Paramis or the Ten Paramita. They're, they're just these ten uh, qualities. Have any of you taken the, the, the Bodhisattva vows here at Blue Lotus? Okay, so you're all just waiting to take them, right? That's good. <laughs> if I, even if I ask people who have taken the Ten Bodhisattva vows, they can't say them. And they can't uh, say all ten. So this whole summer we've been working on memorizing the ten. And the and Bhante Bhatia may have done it for this group. He he uh, he taught me in the Pali with a little song. It's like a little nursery nursery rhyme. And that's so now I I I remember it in Pali, but then I have to kind of backtrack and remember the English for the Pali. But so you'll recognize all the qualities. And uh, what what I'm I'm working with a group in Elkhorn. We we're studying the the these qualities and uh, homework. We had homework last week, and usually I'm the one who forgets that I assigned homework. So people remember that I forget, so they don't do the homework. So I'm trying to remember this week. But I told everybody to pick the three qualities that resonate with them, the three qualities that, of the ten, three of them that for some reason just kind of, uh, they think about it a lot, or they want to know more about it, or they feel some kind of connection to that quality. Or maybe they feel such little connection to it that they're more curious about it. So their homework was to find three of those qualities. And uh, I'll tell you the ten, and then you can think, well, while you're listening, think of three might pop out for you to be three that you'd be more interested in, 
or think is particularly difficult for you or that's easy for you, or for whatever reasons they, you can remember them. So it's, it's uh, generosity and, and our uh, virtue, ethic, our behavior, ethical behavior, and uh, 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 renunciation. And renunciation is not like becoming a monastic or an ascetic. Renunciation is letting go of the qualities of greed, hatred, and uh, delusion. It's just letting, letting those go. So really the qualities of um, non-attachment, and uh, love and uh, wisdom can just fill in those empty spaces. So it's a letting go, but it's not like letting go of your clothes and your home and your everything. It's letting go of those negative qualities that kind of bind us to this world. So again, generosity is always number one. Uh, generosity is always number one because when we are generous, it's the, it's the way we learn about no self, which is an important uh, concept. So when we're generous, we're giving, we're giving up something that belongs to us, whether it's our energy, our time, our love, uh, our money, any of the things we're letting go of because we're, we feel free to share it. We feel free to give it. And that's letting go of being overly attached to ourselves. So generosity, and then our, our, uh, our virtuous behavior, and renunciation, uh, energy, the energy it takes to have a practice, to follow a spiritual path, to have focus and intention in our life, and uh, wisdom, then the Pali for that is Panya, so wisdom is the wisdom that we accumulate in our life, all the different ways we, we accumulate it. But it's, it's, when we talk about it as one of these qualities, it's wisdom that, in, that incorporates things that are true. You know, it's not, just, it's not just data and information. So those are the first five. Generosity, virtuous behavior, renunciation, energy, and wisdom. And the second five are patience, truthfulness. Uh, uh, I, this is uh, determin, uh, determination, and determination is that combination of uh, energy, but with but with uh, focus. And it and again, it's a kind of energy, but it's it's a real solid, focused energy, like like. I am going to do this even if it takes more than I think I can put forth. Uh, so, uh, patience, truthfulness, energy. <clears throat> the last two should be the easiest. Metta, which is loving kindness, and uh, upeka, which is equanimity, which is always considered the kind of the the. Uh, last on all the list because it's it's the hardest, and when you have complete equanimity, that's when you start getting close to being having reached enlightenment, because that equanimity is that uh, it's balance, but it's it's balance with all of our emotions too. Like we're able to uh, 
um, let go of all of our kind of emotions that, us, that attach us to things. So we can take good and we can take the bad that comes up in our lives knowing, knowing that things are bad sometimes and good sometimes. So we can kind of go with the flow. But we, we go with it with our emotions too. We can, we accept loss in our lives because we know that's natural. <clears throat> and we accept joy and, uh, creation and wonderful things in our lives. But we're, we never, we can let go of one when the other comes along. So equanimity is that, and we're all, we can be uh, cool about it, not indifferent about it. It's not indifference. It's there's a lot of there's we never are we're never supposed to uh, stifle our emotions or our feelings, but we learn that all of those feelings and all those emotions just uh, we don't we don't have to be. Uh, all over the place. We can contain all of that in, uh, in, this, in this body, in this mind. So equipoise is another word that a lot of uh, translators use now. So we're, we're always graceful with whatever all of this stuff is going on with us, whether it's good or bad. So uh, it's always kind of hard to define it, but it's it's the balance. It's coming from a very deep, sincere place. We're accepting the good, we're accepting the bad, and we, we know that they're all part of this human life. So those are the ten. And did anybody immediately have three that that they that popped up for them as you, as I went through them pretty quickly. I gave you very superficial, not superficial, but very short definitions. Think about generosity a lot. Um, and there's a, a chant that I have around specifically um, um, people in the street and in Mm-hmm. Everywhere, right. everywhere, yeah. Right. And there's a, a big part of my heart that wants to help, right? And there's also the pragmatic side and the, the wise side that says, are they truly in need? Is this an avenue to get narcotics or whatever it is, right? What What is this? What is their truth, right? And I don't know, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. So there's that 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 give and take, that back and forth of if they are truly in need, I want to help. There's no way to know the true need. There's no way to know, right? So I, that, that, that's challenging, right? And then uh-huh. there's I make a conscious decision to not help. And then I have the guilt. What if I'm wrong? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the hamster wheel, right? So you're, yeah. you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of running, constantly running around. And I, I honestly, I hadn't really thought through all that, uh-huh. right? Until I uh, had an opportunity to hear uh, the gentleman that wrote Pursuit of Happiness. And 
got to meet him and, and talk to him. Is he the, was he the reporter? What's, what's his so name? He was, he was um, the, the, the movie was made, the Will Smith. Oh, okay. That's a different one than I'm thinking of. Homeless with a boy. Right. You know, and just unbelievable transformation that he went through with self-empowerment. Really, had a really, really hard time. Um, and the actual person, and I, I should remember his name, but of course I remember Will Smith. Um, <laughs> his, his, his comment to me was, don't ever be a bad one street. If you feel the need to donate, donate, research the associations that will help the homeless or whatever you want to help, and give to those, give to those organizations. Really? He said, that's what he told, said Absolutely. to you? Absolutely. Straight up, as for someone who lived that life uh -huh. many years, he goes, don't do it. Because it, these are not people that, that, more often than not, they can get what they need if they will, if they will pursue the resources that are available. Um, so that just, you know, that completely threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> um, with regards to my practice of generosity and, and how I look at things. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but... I'll uh, that, no, that's very, uh, that's great. That's, that's, that's good information. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree with him completely, but I can certainly, I mean, he's been there, right? And he's, uh, I can understand his reasoning, too. Because I'm sure he's thinking we, we, those people that are there, they don't want to be dependent on other people to be feeding them either. But they may have allowed themselves to get into a situation where that's what they have to do. Yeah, and again, the challenge is, you know, is it do you really need a sandwich, or are you just trying to get money for a fix? Yeah. Yeah, you could you could hand out sandwiches though, and I, you know, that's what that my daughter used to work in Chicago and had to take the train, and she she would just be overwhelmed with how many people there were that needed stuff, and she didn't have a lot of money, but I said, well, you you know, you could you could bring bring things in your bag, and then if they're if they're hungry and need something, give them give them food. And so she used to do that. She'd make sandwiches and and then she then that got to be a lot to go to work every day with sandwiches and then she started volunteering at a pads and and uh, closer to where she lived and uh, made sandwiches sometimes and they were there for people who would, they had found that resource and were going there. But you know, sometimes sometimes our generosity is not is not so much based on what the other person needs as it is on our need to give. So uh, uh, sometimes sometimes we I've heard I know a lot of times it it it's just a feeling that we want to give something that we have, and I think when we have that feeling, it's it's better to just go ahead and give it. Um, but his point, that's a very interesting point. That's a good, uh, that'd be a great discussion. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's not easy, right? And, and, and I, I saw your hand up, but let me say one more thing. You know, sometimes people uh, also, they think that just giving money or giving, giving people a handout is being generous. 
And in one sense, maybe it is, but it, it may not really be an act of generosity on that person in their heart. They, they, you know, some people can just afford to sort of pay their way out of feeling guilty or pay their way out of, uh, I don't really want to get involved, but if I can throw money at the, at the situation, I'll feel better about myself. So that's kind of the other extreme, right? It may not be a gift from my heart if I'm just giving money because I don't want to be, I don't want to really look at the problem. I just want to, I just don't want to see it. It's a, it's, it's a deep, it's a deep issue. That's why I think it's number one on the list too. What did you want to say? You can be cautiously generous. (laughs) Cautiously generous. Because there was a study uh, years ago that uh, they did with people who were actually begging on the streets or the subways, and they said uh, they checked out uh, a few of the people. That's how they earned a living. Yeah. There are people earning thousands of dollars a year uh, just begging. So that's why you have to be cautiously generous. I cautiously generous, and and that's being. That's just being uh, discerning, right? I mean, we have to come up with a criteria because if you're if you're in a any city, you it, it could be nonstop. You would have to be reanalyzing your motives and everything with every every couple of feet, right? And what you, what you said was uh, it was great to get food because generally, if, if somebody is really in need, they'll they'll appreciate the food, the cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. Even more so than, than the money. Yeah. Uh, and I've had situations where I gave someone food because they said that they wanted it for their children, and you know, they, and so I had a whole bunch of uh, Panera bread that that, that uh, not Panera bread. My da- same daughter had worked at a bakery, and every day they she saw that at the end of the day they were getting rid of stuff, and so she would give me. This incredible bread. It was. I mean, I couldn't afford to buy anything at the bakery where she worked, but I would bring it here to the temple and give it to anybody who wanted bread, and I'd take it. And they. T- so she was trying to make sure things didn't get thrown away. And so one day I had a whole bunch of this lovely bread, and so the same person came up to, to me and wanted bread. To, he wanted uh, money so he could get food for his children. And I said, I don't have any money with me right now, but I have this wonderful thing of bread. And he, he literally wouldn't accept it. He was really upset because he didn't want, he didn't want anything for his kids. And sadly, that's, that's, that, that, that's the case a lot. So that, then you need to become, uh, cautiously generous. But that was, a, it was a good lesson for me too. Uh huh. I tried to just give money and try to be out of my way, and um, the gentleman there was like, "I need you to go in and buy me some food because they don't, they won't serve oh. me here. They consider me a nuisance. And will you, you know, if, would you take the time?" I said, "Sure." You know, oh. And I asked him what he wanted, and I went inside and bought it, and then brought it back out, and, and he was so thankful, and I and I couldn't believe for a while that I would. 
just trying to get out of there as fast as possible. And, and with a few more minutes of time, you know, I could easily solve the problem. You know, and because the first thing that went through my mind was, well, how much do I give? And then the second, the second thing was like, you know, now that's taken care of. Now I just need to get it, you know, fulfill the need. And and, and, as, and as soon as I gave him the food, he he he, he, was, he started eating, and he, and, I, and I said, he's like, have a good night. And I said, you have a good night too. And I, I, I don't think I've ever. That was the one and only time that I've ever had like the conflict or, and then the resolution all come up all in one thing. Just a little moment. Yeah, that's away. that's uh, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing that. Because I'm sure that's really true. A lot of those, a lot of people who don't have anything aren't welcome in a store where they, even if they did have money. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to see the whole thing play out right in that probably five minutes of time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful story. And you're right that that just for her to be recognized as a you know we we joke a couple of friends of mine and I are uh, about the same age and we joke about we're becoming invisible because we're getting older. We know what happens when you get old, you become invisible, right? And so for that woman, that she wasn't invisible to you. And she wasn't just a poor old woman who wouldn't know anything. You ask her for help. How lovely. These are wonderful stories. And Well, th- yes, that's a good point too. Because, and Bhante Bhadia, we we talked about this in a, one of our sutta studies, and it's actually, it's in the sutta. It's the Buddha saying this, but Bhante Bhadia was the one who like focused on it in the sutta. So I always, 
he usually sits here, that's why I'm pointing over to that empty space. Um, and it was a real eye-opener for a lot of us. We just hadn't thought about it this way, but the, but the Buddha taught if you, if we, if we do anything and it's like good for the other person, but it's not good for us, then we shouldn't do it. And if it's not good for the other person, but it's good for us, we shouldn't do it. It's only if it's good for the other person and good for us, then we should do it. And that would apply to generosity or anything we do to help someone or uh, someone ask us a favor. And that's a, that's a thing that the Buddha taught that I think we sometimes forget. He really was saying, and we, do, we learn this if we learn loving kindness the right way, we take care of ourselves first. And that, and then we take care of others. Because we have to know, we have to have that self-love. Or we're never really helping anybody else. We're sort of maybe manipulating them or trying to get what we don't have from doing something for somebody else. But it really, um, we really are not, he doesn't want us to sacrifice ourselves for the sake of the other. There's nobody... There's nobody nailed to a cross in Buddhism. I, I'm sorry if that I might have really offended somebody, but I don't mean it to. But it's not the way we talk. It's we have to take care of our individual self and learn how to love ourselves and respect ourselves. And um, you know, we learn about self-love, and then we're able to give love. And so, yeah, it's a very good point. If somebody is, you know, that's, he would say that's foolish if someone gave away everything and had nothing to take care of themselves. Uh, that there has to be balance. That's that, that's that balance that we're always looking for. And we all have known people who have done that. They go one extreme or the other. Yeah, thank you. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. And we do that. We can be an enabler with our with our energy, with our money, with our advice, <laughs> and it's usually never. It's it's usually not what the other person wants. It's not good for us, and it's not good for them. So it's it. When, that's what I was thinking when you first brought that up. But it's also a matter of. We have to, there has to be that balance. So, so that's like the woman, you know, when you, you ask for her help, and then you were so grateful for her help that it was, you gave her a gift that was, uh, you know, because she had given you something very valuable. And it was a gift to her because she hadn't asked for it or even, she wasn't looking for it, but it was a big help to her. Yeah, that's that's a very important thing that we have to think about. As for myself, no, go ahead. As for myself, I, I, I'm homeless, and um, I, do, I give what I can. And I'll go to helping pots out here, and I'll throw in a couple of pots here when I die. When you have it, right. Yeah, when I have it, but if I don't have it, that's the way it is. So I can give some of my time. Yeah. And that's, that's very important. It's, and money is sometimes the least significant thing that, that, that people have. I mean, money is sometimes the easiest thing to give, but it's, 
Maybe something else is needed even more, like someone's time or someone uh, uh, rearranging shelves in a, in a food pantry or taking something to some, you know, running an errand, uh, doing something like that, because it's, or, or sitting with someone and talking to them. Go ahead. Did you say win-win? Yes. Win, win. Yeah. Stephen Covey wrote a book called uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm-hmm. And one of the seven habits is win-win or no deal. I think that's what we That's about. exactly what we're talking about, yeah. And it, may, and it might sound like, well, this isn't a business deal, but that's, the Buddha taught that. He said, it's got, it's got to be good for me and good for the other person. Because if we're like martyr, if we, if we become a martyr, um, it's not, it's, that's not, we, we're not taking care of our own precious life. We're not taking care of, we're, we need to live our lives really uh, fully to expand our minds and do as much as we can do. So we're, nobody's, nobody wins if, we, if one person is uh, exhausting themselves, wearing themselves out, making themselves sick. Did anybody else want to share something? Or- Another thing would be one of the things I did to learn Spanish, and it's been really helpful because I used to go to Mexico, so I could help people learn English. And then the main reason I learned it is because there's a lot of people here who don't speak English, and I don't really care if they're Canadian. You can always tell people that don't speak English. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's better. It's 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 yeah, and it's always those ongoing things. That's why, like the generosity issue, if you you know, I often think if we could do something, like that, we're always doing projects in Sri Lanka. You know, Bhante Sujata is always doing things, and when he was he talked on Saturday about some of the things he did, and uh, there are so many children who never have shoes, and I thought. If there's some way to maybe like help help someone build a business that would hire people so those families have some money that uh, something that is sustaining and I know that's a hard thing to do but it's it can't always be that every summer we go and give them a lot of free things and that's not that's not how you help people thrive it's it's good if somebody's hungry to give them food. They need to eat right now. But the, this that idea of trying to do something that makes it possible for them to uh, take care of themselves and have that have it have it be that whenever they need shoes, they're available. You don't have to wait for for like an angel to come and bring them to you. And there's also that's always a question, and that's kind of what uh, he was talking about, isn't it? Like, 
just even for that person who needs something to be able to go and find the resources for it is developing that. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a reality of our world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, the resources to the money is to create banks. Oh, that's great. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's great. That I've you know that those are like that they probably can make the little micro loans. The small yeah. And I have known, I, I know some people who were trying that in Haiti, but they felt like nothing could ever come to fruition. I don't know if you've had experience in Haiti or not with that. But I know people who were, who'd go and give and give and give their time in the, uh, every year. And then they tried to give micro loans to people to start small businesses. And they felt like that was one country, that was one country where they never could get They'd go back the next year and maybe a woman's husband had taken the money for her little business and spent it or the person was gone and just closed up their business. And, you know, the idea is wonderful. And to get it to go carry through is a whole, that's a whole other project too. Okay, what did you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. But I find that um, when either I expect some outward reward or when um, a person starts um, expecting that behavior from me, that's when things start getting um, messy. So expectations is kind of what messes everything up for me. Those are really good points. I love the one about the dogs. I mean, that's the kind of thing we we want those we want those animals in those countries to be like the animals in our country, have a nice warm bed and wonderful food and you know the way we treat our animals when you go to if you go to Sri Lanka you know they're 
they're just the dog. Uh, it's a whole different world with those the dogs and the cats. And um, we can't have even those kind of expectations. We're putting our our culture on top of theirs, and it doesn't. It's not a good fit sometimes. But that's those are really good points. Like if it gets to where you're used to giving somebody on a certain street corner, you know, five dollars, and then one day you don't, and they get really upset with you. Now that's then you know this is this this is not a good plan, right? <laughs> yeah, all of you. These are these are really wonderful. We only got to generosity. <laughs> now you know all ten, right? But think about uh huh. It's hard to think about it's what? Hard to, it's hard to put any energy into the things you want to renunciate. Uh-huh. Greed and anger and yeah, uh, ignorance. When you're being generous. If your focus is on generosity and that, that heads them all up, then I don't know. Those, <laughs> if, you're, if you're being generous, truly generous, those things are taken care of, right? You're not generous at the same time you're angry. And generosity is love. And, and, and it's certainly wisdom to think, I have an, I, I'm able to give no matter how little I have, like you were saying. You, you, you can be homeless and still have things to give. And so, so that's a really beautiful point. So that generosity really takes care of the other. Yeah. That's, yeah, be, yes. And the mindfulness is, uh, and also with that uh, cautious generosity, that's also mindfulness, right? Is it appropriate in this situation? Is it, is it, is it uh, maybe doing the wrong thing for a, the wrong the wrong thing for the right reasons? But you know, so that's all that gets involved in it. So that's why generosity is the first thing on the list. Thank you very much, everybody. You did a great talk. All these really good points. And we could do this, you know, with with all ten of these. (laughs) Not tonight, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we'll skip to three.